This show is supported by State Farm. You have insurance for your home, your health, and your car. Why don't you have insurance for your small business? So many small business owners think they don't need or don't even know about small business insurance. Protecting a source of revenue is one thing, but so is protecting all of your hard work and your team members. State Farm agents are all small business owners too, so they know how to help small business owners choose personalized policies that fit their budgets. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Stand By Your Band. I'm Tom Takar, the Wolf of Dog Street, joined, as always, by the Prince of Snarkness himself, Tommy McNamara. How are you, Tommy? Hey there, Tom. It's the Prince of Snarkness. How you doing today? Just want to say in auto-tune that you are a little bitch. What the hell? <laughs> Yeah, you're a bitch for real. <laughs> That's great. Okay, well, all right. I is there more? Did you think I was done, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so I have to ask you because I almost, I almost bought the IMT Pain app, but it turns out I don't think you can. Is that how you did it? I found a different free app that I could okay. use because uh, I also searched for the IM, IMT pin app, but it's not in the app store. So the, I don't know. So yeah. I have some information on this. Let's, uh, I mean, let's just get right into it. Let's introduce our guest uh, for this, for this episode. Uh, we have Ryan back. We're, we're, we're psyched. He's where we're talking T-Pain. Ryan, how are you? Before Howdy we boys. T-Pain, let's, let's, let's talk Ryan. How's Ryan today? Ryan's good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> let's let's get a plug in for you right up top uh ryan is uh is recording an album at union hall where we just did our live stand by your band i'm gonna i think uh, tommy what do you think let's talk that let's hash this out right here Should we put that on the main feed of the patreon i was that's thinking a, it's a tough call yeah because yeah, some people said some things that i don't know if they want on the main feed you know what i mean well if you're listening and you want to hear it sign up for the patreon Yes, get in there. That's and, uh, great incentive. I like how the plug for me turned into a plug for your Patreon. <laughs> That's enough out of you, Ryan. <laughs> We've had enough of Ryan today. And no, <laughs> what is uh, what is the uh, date of your uh, yes your recording? Uh, that's why I I kind of spiraled there because I just uh, I really am like wow I'm a week out so it's it's August nineteenth. Great is the uh, date of the album. We've got two shows. I want to pack the place out. It's yet to completely sell out. Like they're moving, but I, you know, I really want to ramp this thing up. So I'm like uh, at a point where there's like nothing I can do other than like hope now because the show, I'm like, the show's done. I'm really happy with it. And it's like where you want, you know? Yeah. Uh, and now I can't, I, it's to the point where uh, the things that I can control are like out of my ability yes. now. Yeah, I I have some questions for you. First of all, I want to give a huge uh, wreck for this because Ryan's one of my favorite comics to watch. Yes. Just a solid fucking comic. And uh, Thanks, man. whenever I am, uh, you know, at the cellar in Europe and I'm like, I'm just like, hell yeah, I get to watch some stand up that I enjoy. I'm not going to give it away, but your bit about uh, ordering with your with your lady is so funny. <laughs> 
Thank she you. She asked you to, she's like, I'll go next as if that would t- give her time to think of something. Very funny. <laughs> Thank uh, you. I, I highly recommend uh, checking out Ryan. Uh, if you can't make it to the album recording, get that album as soon as you can. But it's going to be you... on our Patreon, by the way. Yeah, That's... we will be putting it on our Patreon. <laughs> there will be the Ryan Beck album tier, $100 a month. To, and it's the only thing that will be on that tier. You don't get our podcast. <laughs> and I don't get any of that, right? No, no, okay. no, no. I thought You so. get exposure. Yeah. So that'll be good for you. Maybe I'll get a, I'll get a, a little percentage of the... Uh, um, of what you buy to put up there, you know, yes, of the digital files. So here's what you will get you will get a discount on that tier, uh, right? Oh, good, yeah. <laughs> you you uh, get to pay uh $98 for that tier. Um, when you set out to make this album, what is your what is because I'm I'm doing this too, but I'm aiming for next year because I haven't I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pickle and I'm thinking about just doing two EPs instead of doing. Uh, mm-hmm. one big album. I'm thinking of doing like two 25 minute albums because I have all this old shit that's not anywhere that yeah. was on my half hour, but I can't. It's they, you know, those are buried. So you've worked with Comedy Central, you know how it is. And uh, it's you know it's impossible to find it. So I want that material to be on radio. So it's right. like I I feel like I'm just I feel weird putting that into two putting that and the new stuff on the same album. Feel, feels very weird to me. Well, you could definitely do like a two-sided thing too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Put it out That's at once. True. That's a good point. Maybe I'll maybe I'll do that. That's not bad. What what at what point were you like, this is a full piece? Like this is yeah. this goes so, together into one album. Um, I the way the whole album thing came together was I had a couple singles on the radio. I was fortunate enough to um ha- you know have eight hundred pounds. Hot one hundred, sure. Yeah, but uh, the the singles were doing pretty well, um, and I was I was thought that was really cool. And they were like, if you ever wanted to do a full album, let us know. And I had a call with the with Eight Hundred Pound Gorilla yeah. um, Records, a great record company. That's who I'm going with too. Yeah, they're wonderful guys over there, and the really pro artists, and just they do a, a great job. So um, you know, I had a call with them. I was like, let's do it. And then um, I didn't really have in mind what it was going to be. I just knew that this is something that I would like to do. And so through this was, you know, I signed it, the deal, March of 2020. So I was like, okay. So what's taking you so long to record? (laughs) (laughs) Procrastinating ass. (laughs) But I found the show. uh, I really found the show. I always have always done a lot of... um, you know, this is silly, but people always ask you to like, like, what's your comedy about? And it's like anything that's funny, really. And I have jokes about things, but for the most part, like it's all things about whatever I'm going through in my life because I find jokes in conversation or like things like that with my wife or with my friends or whatever. So the show became like when I found out that, um, you know, my parents were going through stuff uh, health wise and I was feeling like I'm getting older. I got married. Um, we had a pandemic and now, um, we're expecting our first child. So my wife and I, so, um, you know, there's just a lot there. And and I was like, okay, so I have six jokes about this, six jokes about this, six jokes about this. And then I started to move it all around and, um, the hour came together that way. And I was like, oh, this is like really fun to tell. And it felt more like a show, like a, than I'd ever really felt like I'd had before it's like, yeah. you know, like there's a difference of doing like a collection of jokes. And I think in yes. New York city, especially 
you do a collection of jokes for 10 or 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then to build out the whole hour, it, like I've, I've personally felt like I've taken a big leap forward and I'm very excited to do it. And so that is why uh, I hope anyone's there to see it. Yes. get out. <laughs> and I have to ask because you mentioned that sometimes you uh, find material in conversations. You're not going to use any of this stuff for your skits, are you? <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> uh, that's all that you will have to pay us for if you, if you take anything from this little conversation that we're going to have today and you use it for those little skits uh, it's going to be on my patreon <laughs> uh so we we tipped this already but uh there there was an app i, I looked i was doing some research on t-pain uh not the one that uh not the app that tommy used or the website or whatever to to make that intro but i was gonna do i was gonna try to play with the app on on the show but uh i'm glad that you did this so uh, <laughs> i didn't have to even spend the three dollars but yeah it's not even possible because so here's what happened i uh t-pain developed an app uh with this with this you know with this uh karaoke company basically um called I am T-Pain and I watched a commercial for it and uh, it showed like people of all ages. Like it showed this old man who's just like, I am 65. <laughs> and it's, it's very goofy. Uh, I love the idea of a commercial for an app. We've really come so far now. Yeah. Now they're like just signs that they mm-hmm. don't explain what it is. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a long commercial too. It's like five minutes long. It's a YouTube commercial, but it's wow. still a commercial. And it's, uh, it looked, it looked cool, but then apparently T-Pain decided he didn't like the app anymore, like a year later and sued them for them using his name because he wanted to develop a new app that was T-Pain voice related. (laughs) It's like, you can't just decide (laughs) to sue the company that you were working with and say like, you can't use my name. I'm now going to steal your idea and do it with another (laughs) company. It's crazy. But yeah, that's didn't, nuts. I don't think it worked out for him because I searched T Pain app and uh, it doesn't seem like uh, the second iteration worked either. But I like that. I, what year was the app? I want to say it was 2011. I have uh, I've got a lot of different. Sounds about right. That, that, that's like, uh, did, did one of you guys have a joke about how apps used to not be apps? Like they weren't like now they're like do things, but like at the beginning it was just like oh there's a. It looks like a, you're drinking a beer, and that's like what the, <laughs> the phone was like. Oh, this is why we get smartphones because the, the screen looks oh, like a beer. No, but that's not bad. Maybe I will do that. <laughs> I thought it was yours, but uh, uh, no, that's not mine. But that's funny. It's just something like I see why you thought it was mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like now apps are, uh, you know, you have to share your thoughts and things on them but before it was just like look at the the phone does goofy things i love like, the drinking all novelty. I do remember the beer one and it did yeah. like, you were like this is fucking awesome i have to have that <laughs> yeah. nowadays that app would be like uh beer chugger uh wants to use your location <laughs> <laughs> why would they possibly need that <laughs> That's exactly uh, it. I guess I'll click always. <laughs> you can always <laughs> use it, beer chugger. <laughs> They're my emergency contact. Beer <laughs> chugger knows where I'm at. So. Yeah, if you find this phone and I'm dead, just click on the beer chugger app and it'll alert my f- closest family and friends. <laughs> um, that's That's very funny. 
Yeah, that was a good time for apps. Now it is all like pretty functional. You kind of need all the apps you have. What's the latest app you got that you were like, are like, oh shit, I like this. Oh, I got one where I can turn on my air conditioner. Really? Ooh, <laughs> yeah, it's great. Sick. You're out of the house. You're like, oh, it's a little hot. And then you go boop. And then you Damn. walk in and it's nice and breezy. That is sick. That's yeah. what it should be, right? But if my but if it also looked like my air conditioner was chugging a beer, that'd be sick. That would be better. See, I the one that I, so I have the AMC theater app, and I really like that you they have a function where you can link up with the soda machine, and you can pick your soda and all that stuff, and press a button to pour your soda from your phone. It's <laughs> truly the most worthless <laughs> app there's ever been, but it's uh, I, I'm excited to use it. I've got one that uh, you you pay for gas through your phone instead of just using your card. Hmm. It's the BP app. And the it's, only reason I signed up was for it was because they gave me 30, 30 cents off every gallon. Mm. And I was like, I'll, I'll buy your dumb. I'll, 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 I'll use your dumb app this one yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Sure. And now they have your data. for. Everything. Now they have all my data. Yep. Yeah. They know where I like to buy gas once. What are you going to do next? Get the vaccine? <laughs> Jeez. Oh, <God. laughs> I did that because on our live show, I did a bit where I was like, yeah, I haven't been feeling good. I'm thinking about getting that vaccine. <laughs> and then I just like the guy who's like, does think it works. He's just like, yeah, I'm just lazy. I'm going to get around to it though. But I have, I obviously have the vaccine. Um, yeah. I'm, you know, it's uh it's great but uh it's great the last night i did the bit where i was i said like i was at littlefield i was like maybe i'll get that vaccine and people got really upset and i was like i'm clearly kidding they make you prove that you have the vaccine to get in here like yeah they're all in masks and everything it's like come on man but you know that's that's uh again we're in a terrifying time maybe i shouldn't make jokes like that no that's (laughs) fine this is when you're supposed to make jokes Mm -hmm. on stage at the comedy place Mm -hmm. that's not where you're just supposed to say things that people go like i agree oh interesting because uh (laughs) that seems to be what a lot of comedians at that place (laughs) like to do um and, and it seems to be working no i'm kidding it was actually a very fun show um and a great great little crowd but uh Moving on, let's uh, let's get into T Pain here because I, there's a lot to cover. I'm pissed because I just found out right before we started recording that uh, T Pain was on Drink Champs like three days ago, and uh, it would have been a great thing to listen to uh, before this because it sounds like he he had a lot of information that he gave out on it that was. Oh, wow. I watched a little clip and he, he was being very funny on it. And I was like, God. he is really funny. That's the thing. That, there's so many things that people don't know about T-Pain, which makes mm-hmm. him all the more likable. Sometimes you find out more things about artists. Almost always the musical artists, you find more information about them and you're like, man, this makes every, it makes enjoying their music harder. Anything I've learned about T-Pain, it always makes me like that much happier. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's legitimately funny. He's a great dancer. People don't know that. <laughs> I did not know that. He was the singing voice of Tom the Cat in Tom, the new Tom and Jerry movie. That's going to be a ding against him, my man. Come on, man. That's fun. That movie fucking sucked. He's he's working. He's working. And I, I mean, he won the mass Singer. I would have been the... I, he yes, did? He won the mass Singer, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's. I was just about to ask if he was on uh, the mass Singer or Dancing with the Stars or some shit. Because uh, He was. He was on the mass Singer... At the height of the Max Mass Singer, he was like the second season where it was like, oh wow, what is this show? Right. And he beat like Gladys Knight or something like that. Damn. He had a really funny quote about it because 
this is his quote. He said, when they pitched the show to me, I was like, this is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> but they convinced me to do it. <laughs> and then he ended up winning. That's great. And he ended up winning. And he said, so funny. He said it was like this big, like redeeming, like fuck you moment for him too. Uh, just because yeah. everyone says he can't sing. Right. The That's singer. preposterous. But what's funny about the mass singer thing is, is that T-Pain's always knocked for having his voice modulated with the auto tune. Uh, which we can get into that. We obviously will get into that later. But for the mass singer, the whole idea is that when they're talking to ma- to mask their speaking voice, they time. modulate it, yeah, yeah. and then they like <laughs> now let's hear them sing with no mo- like uh, you know audio editing of their voice. And so it's just it's just crazy how it's backwards, and it's like no one had any idea that it was T Pain. He must have. So he used his real singing voice. In, yeah, in the mess. I apologize. I have not. Yeah, he sang beautifully. He sang all these different songs um, that like are not typical of the genre that he does, and it was awesome. And every week, like people would be like brought to tears in the audience. It was great. I watched <laughs> his, every um, one of them. His voice is incredible. Like yeah. his yeah, his normal singing voice. Because I, I just watched his Tiny Desk concert that a lot of people recommended, oh. and it is it, everyone was saying like it's so good and it totally lives up to the hype. He has an incredible voice. He was very funny and like so affable, and it made me like instantly love him in a way mm-hmm. that like I liked Dio when the songs were on. I always thought they were fun, but I never like loved him until I watched that. He also, I didn't realize this until I saw that he has a giant neck tattoo that just says the word tattoo, which is so funny. That's great. I might have to, you know, I've never gotten a tattoo. I could never think of a good one. I think I'm just going to copy that. Exactly. That's a good one. That's That's a a good good one. one. Damn. That's great. Yeah. But he's just so he's a a tremendous performer. Uh, It was, it's, I went, went to a T-Pain concert. I saw him Oh shit. This was at Clusterfest, Comedy Central Clusterfest. Oh, yeah. He did like an entire concert. He was supposed to go on at three o'clock in the afternoon outside. Mm -hmm. And uh, he decided that uh, I'm not going to do that. And so then he made a video and posted it on his Instagram of why he didn't do this. Like people, some people were waiting around, but it was like the festivals going on, you know, Dude, the 3 p.m. shit. I, cause I was Crazy. there one year when that was happening and it's like, and no offense to Clusterfest, but it's like, that is such a waste of so much talent to, to have a 3 p.m. out in that field. Like it just yeah. did not. And you should have like lower you should just have like lower names on that stage during then because it's a, nobody was out there i was i was out there during those days because i was like had nothing to do for half of my time there so i was just like fuck it i'll go play video hall for whatever they had yeah. out there and it was like yeah they should be putting on fuck doing comedy on that big stage just make it a music stage and like that's well, it this it is what like, t-pain knew he figured it out i think he did it right because it was the friday and so friday at three they were going to have the music and then they're going to have a big comedy show uh outdoors later and so what they did instead was because he he saw he wasn't going to do it like the next day third eye blind played the afternoon concert and it was like fine because it was like People came out and, you know, Third Eye Blind's not playing a show that you need to dance and need to, like, really be drinking a ton and, like, really, you know, get rowdy. T-Pain at three o'clock in the afternoon outdoors isn't it's it's a little weird. It's a little like um, State Fair when everything just would depress you. So he's like he made an Instagram or a Snapchat or something where he was like, T-Pain doesn't perform in the outdoors. T-Pain doesn't perform in the daytime. I'm a nighttime cat. And then he like (laughs) went. And so they moved the entire uh, he closed that night of the festival. And yes. So they closed the comedy festival with music that night. And it was so much better because we'd yes. all just like laughed at like John Stewart or whatever. And then we went inside to the uh, 
you know, the, the, whatever that is, the big yeah. one convention center. Yes. And, and then uh, it was just totally packed and it was the T-Pain concert. And it was dark and there were lasers and whatever else. And it started at like 11 and like went into like one in the morning. And it was like the best way to end a night of like drinking and laughing. It's just like have all this great music. And this guy's, he's a true, he's truly a great performer. He dances. He's so good at dancing. He's bouncing around the stage. You can't help but get, just get hyped up. It's awesome. Hell yeah. Wait, yeah. was that the same year Schumer was there? I think so, yeah. Oh, fuck. I was there, I think, and I just missed that completely. That sucks. That's yeah. really funny. Uh, yeah, that's good for him, man, because you're re- totally right. It's That's such a bad vibe during the day. And yes, Third Eye Blind should be playing that spot. Absolutely. But yeah, you don't want to be hearing like... Uh, like I'm gonna buy, I'm gonna buy, I, I'm gonna buy you a drink. Uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> at three o'clock. At three o'clock. At three no, o'clock. it doesn't work. Speaking of uh, that, we should probably get into some music. But first, we have a regular segment to get to. I'm gonna be honest. I'm kind of shocked that uh, our boy sent one in on this I'm one. I'm also surprised. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this: what I told uh, and to to Jared's credit, I told him like an hour before the show. And uh, I said, we're doing T-Pain uh, in like an hour. He goes, should I know one of his songs? <laughs> and I was like, uh, you probably have heard them at some point. But uh, then the next message was a, a voicemail. So this is our regular segment where we hear. From have you listened to this yet? I have not listened to it. I like to listen to them live. And also sometimes I risk losing the voice memo <laughs> if I listen yeah. to it before. Well, so, I'll tell you, I think that Jared would like some T-Pain songs, depending on which one he listened to, is going to determine the contents of this message. I have to tell you, I I cannot imagine a world where he would enjoy T-Pain, but <laughs> I am curious. He is our resident snob, but, you know, he's he's surprised us before and surprised us recently, so... I could be totally wrong. I was I thought he was like softer on Dave Matthews band than he would be. So I'm I'm very curious to hear what he's going to say about T-Pain. But uh, here's they went to Jared. What's up, y'all? This week's they went to Jared. The boys are going to have Ryan Beck on defending T-Pain. So this is one that I would normally skip. Unfortunately, there's been several bands or artists that I just don't know anything about recently. So I've haven't called in a few times but i don't know anything about about t-pain i i asked tom what are the songs i'm supposed to know and he said buy you a drink (laughs) i'm sorry that i said drink i don't feel like that wasn't i'm not supposed to be the one to say that but um so but i don't know that song i did come across one that i did know called by you or me or whoever a stripper i heard that one so the reason i'm calling though is because this is really funny to me because ryan beck is like literally in my whole life of everyone that i've ever met he's and people will say this and certainly like i know this is he's definitely in the top two or three this the, the just the whitest person, and I'm saying this like this is not a cut down. I mean, he just ha- exudes absolutely nothing about him whatsoever that he's ever met a black person ever. And what? Just imagining him like like for fun listening to this to to T Pain and like potentially even like singing along like some words that he definitely shouldn't say and like oh, I come on drank earlier like it's not i'm not really supposed to be saying it so um you know 
I make, I mean, he makes me look like I'm from like Kenya. <laughs> so I, I just can't even em- envision this in any way. So I'm going to listen to this. I, I really wonder how, what the depth is here. So anyway, all right, I'll talk to you guys later. Thanks. This show is supported by State Farm. Insurance is a part of any solid financial plan. Making sure you have the important things in life covered is one of the best ways to give yourself a little breathing room when things go awry. It's important to protect not only your business, but yourself as a business owner and all current and future team members. State Farm agents know what it takes to run and protect a small business because State Farm agents are all small business owners and they live and work in your community. So they're deeply attuned to what's happening with other small businesses in your market. If you have a small business and are interested in making sure you're protected, reach out to your local State Farm agent to learn more about what you need. They'll help you find the right policy at the right price for your business. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. That's not about to say that Kenya thing, Jared. Uh, I did know when he went into that windup of he's one of the top like two. I knew he was going to say whitest. Yeah, I was waiting for it too. Yeah, I knew that was coming. And then it's uh, (laughs) one. It's wrong. I'm Lebanese. My mom was born in Lebanon. I'm okay, so I am just as Middle Eastern as uh, I don't know. You're Indian. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So this is so. Give me a break there. Number two. I don't have to say this, but I know black people, Jared. <laughs> what is that? What is that? You heard it here, folks. Uh, Ryan knows black people, and he's just as Indian as me. <laughs> <laughs> um, he called in to roast me. <laughs> yeah, he'll do that. <laughs> uh, I, want, I want Jared to listen to Blame It by Jamie Foxx and T-Pain. That's what I want him to hear. Yeah. Do we have we have that on here, right? Is that on the playlist? That's one of my featured t- featuring T-Pain lists. I don't know okay. if that's on there. Let me see here. Uh I have a I have your your playlist here. I do think we should get into some music. Uh I'm I'm hoping that one's on here. I'm glad Jaron called in though. I I'm happy that Yeah, he like in. I said, he has the, he, you know, when he doesn't know, he takes weeks off sometimes. So, um I'm glad that he still he he took the time because I think that shows how much he cares for you, Ryan. Uh, yeah, because this is one that I think he normally he would have skipped. Um, so that song is not on your list here, but let's hear one that is. Do you have a choice on what you think we should open with here? I think we can go right down the line. This is how <laughs> I, I think we got to structure it because you know I think uh, I'm sprung is our is the first yes. one um, because that's his that's the first song after the intro, which rocks on Rapaturnt Singa, Sanga, excuse me. <laughs> yes. Um, the intro is awesome. The whole album is really great top to bottom, in my opinion. But uh, then the first song is I'm Sprung. That was the first single. That was the one where the auto-tune kind of like, oh, what is this? This sounds really interesting. Mm-hmm. And then from there, he, you know, he took the ball and ran with it and was just turning out hits. So I'm Sprung is, where, is what I want to kick off with. Let's do it. Is there any specific part? No, I think yeah, people know the song. It. Yeah, I'm just going to put it on. That's no auto-tune. 
I'm it's strong. just nice. Yeah. Yeah. This voice does sound good in it. Not bad. Out to get me. It's just nice. That's what I like. It's just a chill, nice song. The whole album is just a lot of like love songs where they just turn up the bass and they, uh, it's just, it's nice music. It's smooth. It's fun. Yeah. I, hey, I agree. Hell, I'm uh, sprung myself. That's right. <laughs> Tommy stay sprung <laughs> ever since we got him that subscription of blue chew. This week's episode <laughs> is brought to you. No, we don't have that. Um, there was a line in this song that I was looking for, but you know what? It's all good. She's got me doing the dishes. <laughs> That's how much you sprung. That is how much you sprung. <laughs> what happened to the love you had for me? Damn. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's a fun song. He, he, I like you really don't deserve me. All you want to do is hurt me. That's kind of how I feel about Tommy. But <laughs> um, I I got a question for you guys because I learned this today. This is not related to that song specifically, but I just remembered it. Do you guys know what T-Pain stands for? I looked no. it up. So I, know. Oh, I don't. I actually don't know. I had but I'm no afraid. Yeah, and I was very surprised. It's for Tallahassee Pain. And it's about the pain he experienced growing up in uh, in Florida, where he wow. uh, was told that he stink. He he. I wrote a thing where he like it was just a list of facts about him that were not fun. But there was one where it's like uh, he was just like, yeah, I smelled really bad all the time. It's <laughs> oh. like it's too bad. Uh, on that Gyllenhaal shit. Mm-hmm. Came out as a smelly man. Jake Gyllenhaal <laughs> smell. He said? He, he said that he doesn't shower a lot. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Not that's unfortunate. Yeah, that's too bad. That's some shit where it's like, you know how high you have to be to, <laughs> to do that. <laughs> you're just like, yeah, oh, that's oh. like something you'd expect from Jared Leto, but not Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> mm-hmm. Damn. Oh, my God. And You know, uh, Jared Leto, if you can take 30 seconds to get to Mars, you can take two minutes to shower. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, even it sounds like you move pretty fast. So take 15 <laughs> seconds to shower. Jesus, uh, you don't want to get to Mars and have the aliens think we stink. <laughs> <laughs> did you read about the golf cart incident, Tom? No, reading about him? I did oh. not. So so he flipped. Uh, he got injured uh, once by flipping over a golf cart, a golf cart. He ended up like losing teeth and like, oh, my God, he had all these injuries. <laughs> and uh, the only the reason that I thought it was funny is that it was the story. And then like two days later he performed and he was still like visibly like messed up from it. And this yeah. is what he said. This is his quote from stage. He said, there's a lot of talk that I flipped over in a golf cart. 
that's fucking true. <laughs> it did happen like three days ago. My ass is on fire right now. My side hurt. My mouth hurt. <laughs> I just love that. There's a lot of talk. That, uh... oh, He's a performer. Man. You can't stop it's true. him. It's true. Damn. Uh, that's that's really funny. It is uh, fully true. He's clearly <laughs> he just looks so fucked up. Yeah. A lot of people are saying I flipped over a golf cart. <laughs> Wait, what is this? I haven't read this yet, so it might be stupid. And this is from a spin.com article that so far the facts have not been great. But uh, I just like the headline of this one. It says, T-Pain is a family man with a twist. (laughs) What could that mean? It says, T-Pain met his now wife, Amber, way back in 01, and both say it was love at first sight. By 2005, they were married. T-Pain's ensuing fame created some complications, however, and the singer admits he cheated. But it's all good. Oh, cool spin. I'm glad you decided that. Um, because it's all good because on a trip to Costa Rica, his wife discovered an interest in women. The two credit their openness with helping save their relationship. The That's rules nice. he says the rules are I can't have sex with any girls by myself because that would be cheating. And and that's it actually. <laughs> that was interesting. All right, good. Um yeah, damn. His dad is fucked up. Well, that's too bad. Um, let's hear another song here. The next one on your list is one that uh, I feel like I've heard, I've heard quite quite a bit. I, I like this one too. I've, I I got to to be totally honest. Uh, before I, I've I've been enjoying this playlist today. I I've always had like kind of mixed feelings about T Pain because I was kind of like ah, the auto tune isn't totally for me, and then also the era is like right when around like college for me Mm -hmm. and I would just hear these songs to death. So it's like, it's a little tough, but bartender was one that I remember thinking was fun. And that is, uh, yeah. So the first one was 2005. Now we're going into 2007 bartender. This is exactly. Yep. All right. Here's bartender featuring Akon. That's a good one. 
200 girls at the bar, ain't none of them hot. Not a single one. You think by sheer number, there'd have to yes. be one. <laughs> I like that. I Again, I really like it. I legitimately <laughs> like it. I'm not, I'm not here doing a bit. I like this. I think it's really fun. I also understand that it is a very silly lyric to say, she poured us drinks, we drunk them. It, she got poured drunk. us drinks to drink, <laughs> which is she made us drinks to drink. We drunk them, got drunk. That's funny. I, I like it. that. I think that's I like a good it. bit. I think it's, it's fine. good. That's clearly him trying to be funny. I think she made us drinks yeah. to drink. Uh, we drunk them, got drunk. I love that. That's a good time. And you're like, who's he talking about? Oh, the bartender. Wow. <laughs> the bartender. You think this, this is, song this... got like a lot of bartenders hit on inappropriately? Like, I, I feel like a lot of people were like, now I have a shot with the bartender. And they're just like, well, I don't know, Tom. I feel like bartenders were already getting hit on quite a bit. No, I don't this... think people had that thought before. They were like, oh, <laughs> fuck, that's a woman. <laughs> that's a, that's a, what, what am I wasting my time talking to all these girls? This woman has to talk to me. <laughs> She's <laughs> employed. <laughs> <laughs> but this is this is uh you know the beginning of or, or another rendition of when T-Pain is is singing about the working class that he's a hero you know mm-hmm. bartenders strippers yep etc yep uh yeah the uh, coal miners mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm at the coal miner <laughs> uh yeah that's uh I just had the dumbest thought where I was like, what if, because uh, what if a coal miner's only purpose was to mine coal for Santa to give to bad, to bad kids? It's like, God, this feels like such a waste of my life. And I'm really breathing in a lot of fumes just for these bad kids to get a, a, the point, you know? Yeah, that's where the elves go when they're in trouble. They're like, oh, you're on coal duty. Uh,. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh no, but I I I find that song to be fun. That one that one never like irritated me. I just always thought that one was kind of funny, and it for some reason I it, I didn't feel like it got overplayed like uh, some of the some of the things that, from T Pain, but I enjoy it. Uh, all right, next song here we have is going through a lot. Uh, going through a lot. Going through a lot is see okay. This is how I wanted to structure this little argument yes. here. We have I'm sprung his first hit. Let's we got to understand. Then we got bartender. Then we've got I'm in love with a stripper. Right. I believe that one is next. Wait. Uh, going through a lot. That's five o'clock is next. I I, st- I messed up the order. Oh, never yeah, mind. Yeah. Four never and mind. five got switched. Got you. Never mind. All good. Continue. Bartender. We're going to hear it. Let's I think we should hear a little bit of I'm in love with a stripper. I don't know. We need to hear that much. I think everybody knows this song, but this is like classic T-Pain stuff. And then I want to show people some of the more of the range that he has and then something that he's doing that he's done recently just to show like this guy. He's only turning out hits. We can go over those later. They're all fun. And he Mm -hmm. has way more depth than I think anybody's going to initially give T-Pain credit for. So. This is the I'm in love with a stripper. All right, let's hear. Uh, wait, no, going through a lot is now, right? Are you? I think you're. I'm in love with a stripper right yeah, now. Yeah, I don't think we need to hear okay. much of it. Yeah, yeah. Let's hear a little bit of I'm in love with a stripper. God damn, little mama. You know you think it's hell. You know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, after the club, you know what I'm talking about? Me and my niggas gonna be together. You know what I'm saying? I ain't even worried about them really though. I'm. Not 
Do the night thing. The night thing. Mm-hmm. That's great. I did not remember that intro at all. No, That's, me neither. Uh, it was like completely gone from my memory. I remember the chorus very well, but maybe yeah. they just didn't play that intro when they there was like a radio edit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause that one, yeah. uh, I didn't remember that either. I assume that's Mike Jones. It is saying that shit in the beginning. Yeah. It's Mike uh, Jones. Who? But that's like, there's, that's kind of a theme with T-Pain's music is there's a little wind up. I would say I'm sprung kind of works the chorus or the uh, like literal chorus of people singing. Mm. Um, and then it kind of gets into it, but that one takes a little bit to, to ramp up, I think. Sure. Sure. Uh, it, it's catchy. Um, I don't, that's one that I remember being like annoyed by at this mm-hmm. time of my life that I remember. And also I think I, I didn't like Mike Jones to begin with. And then, yeah, there was something, there was something about this one that I just was not feeling today. I like it. I was enjoying his voice more today though. So I was like, I was having a little fun with it. Um, I think once you, I think in hindsight, that one's way more enjoyable knowing that he is like a tongue in cheek kind of funny yes, person. Absolutely. Um, like as a legitimate, like this is, I don't know. It's, it's like Jared pointed out this is, you know, he, he's, we're different. We're from different cultures. So this is like a, a little bit of a thing where it's like, okay, I don't know if he's like, uh, putting on that he likes to go to strip clubs or whatever. Cause we know that he's happily married at this point when the right. song comes out and all this yes. other kind of stuff. So I don't know, is he singing in character? Is he, what, what's going on here? But I just like, like the song. I think it's really smooth. I think he's just a smart guy who is like, this is going to work. Like this mm-hmm. is going to play at, at strip clubs for sure. And then they're mm-hmm. going to play it at bars and clubs. And it's like just peppy enough, but it's, you know, and last call and all that. Right. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, that's absolutely. like, and also it's going to sell records because that's, this is prior to streaming. I, I think the guy is very smart uh, at, at marketing himself. And I think he, he knows what people are trying to hear at a certain time of night when his music is going to play. Mm-hmm. This is, uh, I, I was looking up song facts for, uh, for I'm in love with a stripper, but I found, cause it's not on your list, uh, but buy you, a, buy you a drink, uh, uh, parentheses, shoddy snapping, um, is, uh, this is a good example of like him just being him having his finger on the pulse. Uh, more ringtones were purchased in 2007 of this tune in America than any other song. 2.3 million uh, wow. ringtones of Buy You a Drink. I also, this was just funny to me and the song facts for this. Uh, it says T-Pain ex- explained the meaning of this song on his Be- Bebo site. Uh, this is again buy you a drink. He says basically these days, lots of people begin their relationships in the clubs. Whole conversations begin with some guy buying a young lady a drink. I wanted to make a song for those folks, so great. It's great. Yeah, that's great. Uh, I I left this off. I left that one off on purpose because I felt like it was just like kind of everyone knows if you know T Pain at all. I mean, even Jared knew that song, and he's not a T Pain person, right? Yes. 
Absolutely. I think you're right. I think you did the right thing here. So, uh, the song, so we heard I'm in love with the stripper just now. We heard a little bit of it. Uh, I think we should hit, go ahead and hear going through a lot now. Yeah. Now this one has like quite a bit of a wind up. So I feel like if you can cue it in a little bit, we're going to hear. How's this? inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I really enjoyed that song. I think yeah. it always sounds great in that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one. That's one that I think is so interesting, um, just contextually, because it's on his 2005 first album. Um, he, it's no auto tune. It sounds great. It very well could have been a single if it wasn't like kind of probably squashed down by the auto tune ones. The mm-hmm. uh, I'm in love with the stripper and I'm sprung, right? It's right. a great song. That's a it's it's his real voice without any messing around and also it's like more uh, uh vulnerable right like you can hear it in the lyrics he's like talking about his family he shouts out his former rap group the nappy heads and it's like i'm gonna put you guys on when i know this works um and i just like it's just really i don't know it's really catchy and really good and it's just smack dab in the middle of this of this uh rapper turn sanger album yeah it's uh it's really good. I didn't realize that it was uh it was from that 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 big uh debut. And it's I it might be my favorite song on this playlist. I really enjoyed it. He's like I said, his his voice sounds incredible. Uh and speaking of this uh this album here, I you probably already know this and Tommy, you probably just read it, but uh if, if you didn't already know, I didn't know that he got like his big break from Akon because uh he had a cover of Akon's locked up that he changed the lyrics to uh, fucked up mm-hmm. and Akon got it and gave him like a million dollar contract 
to to be on his record label from the head. Oh wow. Which is we I feel like you don't hear that very often. Like a guy almost it's like if somebody if like uh Madonna called Weird Al and was like, get over <laughs> here, you gotta get on my label. But I think the rap game's different. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like he's saying it in the song, like he's gonna put on his friends, and it's like that happens a lot. That happens a lot in hip hop. Well, I got in a lot of trouble because I did my I sent Richard Linklater, my school of rock parody school of fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, he hated it. <laughs> and what's crazy is that like it was pretty still PG. Like it was, <laughs> it was mostly they, it got the rated R rating just for the title. But the rest of the movie is like very heartwarming and uh, kid friendly. <laughs> school of fuck. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's, uh, let's, let's move on to the next song here. So, uh, the next one on the list here would be, would be five o'clock, right? Five o'clock, five o'clock. This is another instance of, of him doing something that people maybe would, uh, not expect from T-Pain. Yeah. Uh, and this is, uh, Lily Allen, uh, you'll hear, and, uh, Wiz Khalifa's on this too. Here's five o'clock. It's five o'clock in the morning. Conversation got boring. You said you'd go into bed soon So I snuck off to your bedroom And I thought I'd just wait there uh, Until I heard you come up the stairs uh, And I pretended I was sleeping uh, And I was hoping It's five o'clock in the morning And I want you You want me Don't you I can see it You've been waiting on me since I said that I was sitting in the club. Something coming up on me. And I know you be getting so horny. You be sending me texts. Like, boy, just get your ass up in that car and come get all of this love. You ain't gotta remind me. She already said if I don't come on time, she might go crazy. And she'll be waiting on me naked with one of my chains on. She might come and find me. I like that. Lily Allen sounds great in it too. Well, yeah, yeah, she sounds really great. And that's from her song called Who'd Have Known. That's uh Yeah. It's just like a song of hers that yes. I guess I don't know how they got together, but he must have heard it and been like Gotta have it. Dido gotta style. Have it. Yeah. <clears throat> Dido Eminem style. I yeah, I love that. Uh it's it's it works well with that song. It's great. It's I really like that one too. That was uh that was up there for me as well. Yeah, and uh, that's and just again, one where it like re- speaks to him being a, a great producer and seeing yeah. what's gonna work. And I think that like sometimes with a lot of the people that people you know, you, artists that people come onto your podcast that have to defend is like we you I think sometimes it's a little dismissive of like the background work that goes into making a song even when it's not exactly what people want to hear but it's like this guy's a great producer he's he's written tons of stuff he's churned out so many hits and was part of so many hits there was like five summers in a row where it was like that t-pain it was t if t-pain was on the song it's gonna go top 10 yeah yeah damn he deserves his flowers the dallas observer someone wrote an article trashing this song what <sighs> It, the article is called "The Problem with T Pain's Five O'clock," which is like, why is this a whole article? I can't <laughs> I wait to hear some of this. So we've got this guy saying it's like he's talking about how 
he doesn't like he thinks t-pain's like ruining lily allen's beautiful voice uh is basically what he, says. he says it's like hearing a car alarm go off during a candlelit dinner that's what he says it sounds hilarious <laughs> yeah and then he have says, you guys eaten by candlelight i yeah. never have You've there's never always other lights on well, maybe always, i haven't, I haven't uh, there's I always other lights on yeah yeah that's true. I'm sure I've had been at tables with candles on them. Well, I was in this mansion with a bunch of people and I ended up murdering someone with a candlestick. Right. Um, which room? Which room? <laughs> <laughs> in the damn studio. You do have Professor Plum vibes. <laughs> yeah, that website, the Dallas Observer is not a good website to navigate. So I'm going to let the rest of that article sure. be. But uh, yep. it sounds yeah. like they it sounds like that is the kind of uh, a newspaper that would like run things like was January 6th that bad? Yeah, so it definitely yep. has that vibe. And yeah, uh, yeah they should have been observing something in 1963, November 22nd. That's what I'm talking about, which is my pre-birthday. <laughs> <laughs> my birthday Eve. They should have been thinking about that. Uh, <laughs> look, uh, we got one more song on this playlist, and uh, this is a newer one. Get to it. This is a newer one. one. This is uh, R.I.P. to the parking lot. All right, let's hear it. Yeah, we are gathered in the dead for somebody that didn't really did a lot for me and my niggas. Way on the top with me and my niggas. Everybody by your head and tear the whole city. Rest in peace in the parking lot. Me and my niggas came and shut that bitch down. RIP to the parking lot. There it is. What does that there's, mean? There's a, I don't know. A, there's a meaning to that, but I, I, I'm i looking it up here. and I, I don't know. That's a great instance where it's like, there's a song that I, I don't sing along to. <laughs> uh, there's a song where I don't understand what's being talked about, mm-hmm. but uh, really catchy. Yes, the bass goes catchy. really hard, too. I know it was a little hard to pick up there, but the bass goes really hard on that one, too. Sure. Yep. Yeah, it was uh that one's good. Oh wait, that's twenty nineteen. No. Okay, that's not right. <laughs> Urban dictionary says the parking lot means the butt, which I don't think is what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I'm not every yeah. time I go on Ur- Urban Dictionary to look something, I'm like, okay, clearly this was written by a middle schooler who thinks yes. this is hilarious now. Right. <laughs> yes, a hundred percent. Which is and he's probably nice picturing <laughs> they're probably picturing the exact 
thing that's happening right now of a bunch of guys in their thirties being like, Oh, I guess that's what it means. <laughs> uh, I love to think like just now some fucking troll. Oh my God. Let's just had a grin creep across his face. He doesn't know why <laughs> a troll got his fangs. Um, <laughs> all right yeah I, that that song was fun it's uh it's very catchy i mean yeah I, I, I like the i like the sound a lot it was cool he's still doing it man he's, he's still doing, doing it cool shit good for t-pain longevity of a career and he's i he's gotten so much hate and uh from like peers i was reading about uh i don't remember where this was but it was like a thing about his like success but it was like it was a thing about how Ben Gibbard from Death Cab for Cutie was like, this is ruining music, and Usher said it too. Yeah, and Usher said like, it to his face. I saw a documentary. With I have a, yeah, I have a clip a I can play from that if we yes. want. But yeah. yeah, I would love that. Um, yeah, Usher, Usher came at him hard. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'm pulling that up. One sec. Yeah, I had a thing here. Damn it. I had like a whole bunch of shit pulled up here and I don't know where it went, but that's fine. Uh, oh yeah, here it is. It was a thing. He says, uh, I never lost love for Usher. Uh, that wait, where did that go? God damn it. Um, where, there it is. Uh, he just made me think about shit a little harder. I thought he was joking and I laughed, but he was like, no, for real. T-Pain added that after he had some time to think about what Usher said, he went into a depression. <laughs> That was the straw that broke the camel's back. He said, I was going through so much shit already from the initial hate of auto-tune. Damn. Should I play the clip still? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Let's hear that clip. We were actually going to the 2013 BT Awards. and We were all in first class, and uh, I went to sleep. I was awakened by, uh, by the flight attendant. She said, I would like to talk to you in the back. So I got up and went back and it was like, uh, you know, how's everything going? Quick, small talk. No big deal. And um, it was like, man, I want to tell you something, man. I was like, what's, what's, what's good? I thought it was about to tell me something real. He sounded real concerned. He was like, man, you kind of kind of fucked up music. I didn't understand. Usher was my friend. He was like, nah, man, you really like, you really fucked up music for real singers. Literally at that point, I couldn't listen. Is he right? Did I, did I fuck this up? Did I fuck up music? And I, and that is the very moment. And I don't, I don't even think I, I realized this for a long time. That's the very moment that started like a four year depression for me. Damn, such a sad story. Damn. I mean, who's like, the bad guy there? Usher. Yeah. <laughs> I think Usher is for sure. And it's tough because it's like, I, you know, I prefer Usher's music and as a whole, I think, to to T Pain's, but it's like, that's such a wild accusation. And it's like, it's not even true. Of man. Course. No, yeah. it's not it's, true. It's also, it's 2013 at that point. T Pain's uh, last real big hit was on in like 2011 with DJ Khaled, you know? So it's like, yeah. what are we even accomplishing here? Right. <laughs> He's just saying something mean. And I think of like somebody said that to any, like a comedian said that to any other comedian. I know that we're talking about Usher and T-Pain. And it's like, oh, but it's like, if you think like these guys are peers, 
If yeah. someone said that to somebody else, they say like, you're just being a dick. Yeah. And in that documentary, which is, it's really great. It's on Netflix, but the T-Pain goes on to say that like his wife was just like, I think it sounds good. And that was like enough for him. And it's like, wow, this guy just keeps getting more and more likable that he's yeah. like got things in perspective that he's just going to make music that he likes, that his wife likes. That put so many people yeah. on too. He had a, what was it like? I don't think it hit number one, but it like went way up the charts and was like ran 2009 with the Lonely Island. He had the boat. Oh, I'm, I'm on, on a boat. boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, this guy's so good at what he does. He put a comedy song as being like a staple at parties and clubs and all that. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's wild. We can um we can move on. I know we have another segment to get to, but I think the most fucked up part of that story is the fact that he was asleep and they woke him up. <laughs> they woke him yeah. up to tell him that the usher was like, "Hey, flight attendant, go wake him up. I want to ruin his life." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, he's asleep. Wake him up. Yeah, <laughs> this can't wait. This. Yeah, <laughs> that is insane. That and is. You know, so it wasn't funny. a one-on-one conversation. You know, there's mm-hmm. there's definitely other people around usher yeah. that are awake and just looking at him. Yeah. For sure. It wasn't a private thing where it's like, I think you could improve upon. It was like a mean thing in front of other people to say. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that he thought they were friends. Oh, it's so brutal. That's so fucked. <laughs> yeah. There's another story similar to this one about Jay-Z because Jay-Z has, I think it's on the Blueprint 3. Mm. Uh, he has the song uh, Death of Auto-Tune, which is cool. I like that song a lot, but it's clearly a shot at T-Pain and uh uh, he says he took it personally. This like it made him suicidal. Like he he thought he was done with his life. What the what the fuck am I doing this for? Uh, then he thought he was gonna make amends with uh with Jay Z at Hot Nine uh, Hot Ninety Sevens uh, two thousand nine uh, summer jam concert. Uh, Jay Z was scheduled to perform DOA and Payne wanted to publicly clear the air in front of everybody. However, his plans crashed and burned once he joined Jay Z on stage. I'm like, this is going to be cool as shit because I'm going to shake his hand and we're going to squash it in front of everybody. Uh, he said, Jay-Z looked at my hand like good riddance. <laughs> like, that is brutal that he was like, you know, I'm going to do something cool. And then uh, <laughs> it says T-Pain said that he ran into Jay-Z numerous times following the death of Autotune Blunder. And he told a story about a time when he saw the Rock Nation head honcho, the, the Rock Nation head honcho and his wife Beyonce at a Grammy after party. Initially, he thought it would be a perfect opportunity to make amends with the rapper, but Payne ultimately found himself in another embarrassing situation. While carrying two cups of Hennessy, he said he tried to tap elbows with Beyonce, but the liquor spilled out of his cup. <laughs> she hit my elbow, and it spilled on her long-ass <laughs> white dress. <laughs> I did not do good that day. <laughs> that is so funny. It makes me like him more. I know, yeah, me, me too. too. Yeah. This is That's exactly really what funny. I meant. Anytime I learn something more about them, I'm like, this guy is exactly somebody I could be friends with. Uh, oh my god oh there's another drink on beyonce that's hilarious but also what's jay-z in a twist about like he doesn't even sing who cares it's crazy it's just him trying to i think that was just jay-z like reaching to still be cool and like i don't Mm -hmm. know Uh, it's so easy to 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 make fun of t-pain for doing something different and then it's like i don't remember i mean because kanye has a whole auto-tune album too obviously 2010 yeah well, so the T-Pain was a consultant on that album. Yeah. Like, there's another fucked up story. Um, I think we brought this up 
once before on the show, but Kanye literally hired him to help him with that album. And then in the studio was being like clowning on him with everyone else being like doing auto tone voice and being like T-Pain sucks shit. And everyone's laughing. It's like you hired him. Yeah, you are doing his thing. Like, yeah. And you and you want to use him. And then it it. went so big and everybody said Kanye's a genius. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Kanye's a genius. This is the greatest album of all time. The songs are good on the album. It's a really great album. No one's going to take that away. But it's like to simultaneously dump on the guy who popularized this entire type of, of, you know, voice mod. Yeah. And we talked about this in the future episode, but then there's a thing with future where Future's brother was at like a dinner with T Pain, and T Pain said, "I'm like, oh, I'd love to work with your brothers and I because Future does auto tune shit too, and it's like yeah. everyone thinks he's the coolest guy in the world." And the brother was like, "He would never fucking work with you." Like all this, and he was just like oh, a huge God. dick to him. And it's like, but, but he's doing auto stuff. Like, yeah, it's, it's like, insane. And also, this... like, oh, good. Yeah. Sorry, but just to call, just straight up, just call it out. T Pain is a better singer than Kanye. He's a better singer oh, than yeah, Future. For sure, he's sure. a better singer than you know pretty much name it he's a phenomenal singer and that's the thing that drove me crazy and and you know what's the tiny desk concert thing that you brought up tommy Mm -hmm. the article i think it's like i don't remember what website had it it was like one of them maybe it was like vulture or something but they wrote like a snarky headline for it that was totally unnecessary and that's why the internet passed it around because they were like wow t-pain can actually sing or like it's actually good and it's like what do people think happened because (laughs) he's not an attractive guy he's a chubby dude with a top hat and goggles (laughs) they weren't like who cares he has the look he doesn't have have the look he doesn't have the look he has to have talent (laughs) yes that's so funny and yeah he's you know it just seems like based on all these stories that he's just like was never like cool with all the other rappers which also kind of makes him more endearing but absolutely he managed to be successful without just having that cool factor um the last thing comedy nerds of course that's (laughs) the last thing i had in my notes was uh it was just (laughs) something he's talking about all the people who hate him and how much it affects him you know and he's like, people are always like, you're rich. What are you so worried about? He goes, I'm like, money isn't the issue here. Yeah, I can buy shit, but I want people to like me too. God damn. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> God damn. That's, exclamation that's really point. funny. <laughs> he's like, that's yeah, so obviously. <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> I want people to like me. God damn. <laughs> Oh man, I love that. That's uh you know, I think that's a great cap to get us into uh to the peanut gallery segment of the show where we we hear from the listeners. You know what I just realized I fucked up. I forgot to post this on the Patreon. My bad people. Uh but if you want your thoughts guaranteed to be read, get on that Patreon. I did post on Facebook and uh we get, we post on Twitter. I know we got some stuff on Twitter, right, Tommy? Yeah, I can read that while you pull up the Facebook. Yeah, um Will said his tiny desk is great, hard agree. Uh Austin at Type Pro Negative said T Pain rules. The video of him doing Fortnite dances in front of a pickle rick car to a trap remix of I'm Pickle Rick is wild. <laughs> and I looked up that video and it delivers what it promises. <laughs> he is <laughs> doing Fortnite dances in front of a pickle rick car to a pickle rick <laughs> trap song. Um past guest dwight simmons says oh shit buy you a drink is all time he was undeniable from 07 to 10 kath mm-hmm. uh, barbadoro another past guest said he rules i stand with your guest um an entire another says he was unfairly maligned for pioneering a new sound 
And then uh, finally, Connor Beals said, play his I'm on a boat verse. I don't think we're going to have time to, but we all love it. And uh, yes. I think we all think, agree that that's of great. Of course. And, and the people know it. I think mm-hmm. people who listen to the show know that song. If not, look it up. It's very funny. Um, on Facebook, we got a lot of good stuff here. Uh, Ryan Moran, first off, says, so much better than people give him credit for. Amazing live performer, too. That uh, This is pop episode on Netflix will change people's minds on him. 100%. Uh, I love it uh stiletto zamboni commented on that i just kind of wanted to give him a hug after that episode then go get a beer with him uh audrey manning says he likes steven universe and that that fact sustains me in times of trouble i don't know what steven universe is is that like a comic book or some shit it's an animated show um yeah i've never watched it but um people love it Sounds like you love it. <laughs> I've heard of it. Uh, Akeem Wood says, "Motherfucker can really sing." Listen to his tiny desk on YouTube. Uh, and this is crazy. Why that. do people need the tiny desk to know that he can sing? <laughs> <laughs> I know that it's good, but he's singing, going through a lot. Go back to going through a lot. Yeah, he's singing the whole time. But you know why they need it? Because they they didn't. Those weren't the hits, baby. Yeah. Um. So Chad uh, Dinick uh, tagged a friend of his who he says has a very impressive and slightly scary memory. And uh, here it is. It's Nick Dector. He says, I was part of a comedy show at a casino that was immediately followed by a T-Pain concert. He had five opening acts and got on stage maybe two hours after the start of his show. It was really weird because so many of his hits are just him doing a guest verse on someone else's song. So they would do the chorus, his verse, the chorus again, and then move on to the next song. I'll say that he was a fucking incredible performer, dancing his ass off, telling jokes, and singing really well, even without auto-tune. I left kind of impressed. Look, I got to say, I, I think this criticism of him starting two hours after the start of the show is not that big of a deal. I think a lot of people do that. That's like pretty, I feel like that's pretty common. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I would That wouldn't piss me off that much. I think I would go and expect that a little bit. In fact, like we said about the uh, seeing bright on the Patreon we, when we said saw bright eyes, they started the show at fucking five forty five, and I was pissed because I was like, "Oh, that never happens." I couldn't believe it. I missed <laughs> like the first two songs of the person I came to see. Um, Bryce Demuth says I didn't think much of him until I saw him play Frylock on the live action <laughs> Aqua Teen episode. I've been a fan ever since. Um, let's see here. Bill Gavert says, "I oh yeah, he tells the airplane story about Usher." Uh, Kim Nicole says the Epiphany album is the best album ever made. God damn, Kim. Uh, that's that's hilarious. I don't think it's his best album in my damn. opinion. But uh, Casey James Salengo says he seems to really not believe in himself, and I find that refreshing. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jackie Barron says he destroyed his career with auto-tune, then won a mass singing competition with his real voice. So why didn't he just use his real voice the whole time? He didn't destroy his career with auto-tune. It was the only way that a guy from Tallahassee, Florida was going to get noticed. Yeah, it was different. It was innovative. Come on. Uh, and also, it's funny that you'd say oh, he won a mask singing competition. Like, yeah, we know the show. <laughs> <laughs> the just one of them. <laughs> it was a knockoff. 
uh, he's, he won the show <laughs> with Americans proving that they have talent. Um, uh, Jasmine Ellis says uh, he's having a cool little renaissance right now, and people are beginning to realize just how talented he is. But me, I was always a bit a fan. Uh, Buy You a Drink was the greatest song of the 2007. <laughs> Jasmine, you got to proofread this shit. There was not one period <laughs> in this whole thing. And I know, what the hell? <laughs> in the greatest song of the 2007? That's so funny. <laughs> uh nico white says one of the goats of my adolescence that guy's music hits a nostalgia for me that very few artists do till this day i want to put my woman in a mansion somewhere up in wisconsin (laughs) (laughs) i love that um and then finally uh justin thompson says he should change his name to t pleasure <laughs> Tallahassee pleasure. Mm-hmm. Me and Tommy have low. T- me and Tommy have low <laughs> T pain. Um, all right, let's. Uh, that's that. It's it for the peanut gallery. We are here for our final segment, which is where we rate uh, and review the playlist. But first, Brian, you get to give your final thoughts on T pain. You have the floor. Thank you so much. Uh, I would just want to say uh, thank you, Tom and and Tom, for uh, having me. Um, I want to say about T-Pain, how can you, Webster's Dictionary defines T-Pain as, look, he's he's great. He's just great. Okay. He's just great. He makes hits. People put him on. This is the thing that drives me nuts about T-Pain is that people would put him on their song to do the thing that makes them a success and then simultaneously kind of keep him at arm's distance and not completely welcome him in to what they're doing. And that you see that with Kanye and with, you know, Flow Rider, Low, uh, that was an enormous hit. Uh, DJ Khaled, I think, actually appreciated it. And that's why Win is so, all I do is Win is so fun. Um, Jamie Foxx, he, he put up the, the Jamie Foxx Blame It on the Alcohol song. That alone, I feel like, is enough to defend him. Um, and so basically, I just say the, the T-Pain is a great singer. He's a great producer. He has a lot of really underrated songs, a lot of songs that we didn't even get to that are really fun, really great, where he uses his regular voice. The auto-tune thing was incredibly innovative. It had its moment, and it put so many people on and put a ton of money in people's pockets. And it brought all of us, whether you liked it or not, I know that sometimes it can be overplayed and annoying. It's just fun. It's just fun. So T-Pain, thank you for making fun music. Hey, well Beautiful. Very well put. Yeah, Tommy, Tom, you go first this time. Oh, nope. all right. All right. All right. <laughs> we both. All right. I'll go first. And uh, like I said, um, this is not an art. Uh, this is an artist that I did find to be overplayed sometimes, but I think you made a great, a lot of great points. I think you did a great job with the playlist because the only song that I feel like I was like, I, I had to hear too much on this playlist is uh, in love with a stripper. And even that song is not, it's not bad. And I was reading about it and he was like, yeah, the song was a joke. And uh big boy walked in the room while we were fucking around and heard it and was like, that's a hit. And so, you know, I don't blame him for, for doing it. It's, it's a, it's a fun song. It's uh not always my cup, but I really enjoyed the songs where we got to hear him singing. I thought five o'clock was fun. I, I really enjoyed this. Uh, yeah, RIP to the parking lot. I thought it was just all right, but I still, you know, I didn't hate it. And it was cool to hear that he's still doing shit. And it did sound overall good. 
I'm going to go with a solid four out of six on this one. Uh, I think, I, I think that's where I'm living at still high score, uh, four out of six. I, 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 I found him very endearing. I, I will say that the, like you said, Ryan, the more I learned about him today, the more I liked him and I feel for him. I hate that Usher did that to him and it feels like Usher's a fucking bully. And, uh, that's, that sucks because, uh, this, he seems like a good guy. So four out of six, Tommy, what you think? Five out of six, Tom is a bitch. <laughs> now I understand why. <laughs> <laughs> so you picked your score before the show? <laughs> no, I just did that. You did? Uh, did wait, you wait. see me leaning? Did you see me leaning over <laughs> while you were talking? <laughs> And I had the speaker already on, which is why it like double tracked an echo and sounded weird as hell. I was going to say that was not created with the licensed IMT paint app or the second variation. <laughs> oh, perfect. Okay, good. Uh, Ryan, you also get to rate the playlist out of six. What do you, what do you got? Well, I created the playlist. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I don't know. I mean, I think that uh, I don't think he's the greatest artist of all time. I think he has a wonderful voice that uh, is really fun. Great music. Okay. I don't know who I would give a six out of six to, but I'm going to give him a five out of six. Okay. Fair enough. Love it. Because I want to be objective here. And like, it's really great music. It's not what I put on every single day, but when I do put it on, I'm in a good mood. So much fun. Yes. Uh, Give the people Uh, uh, the details about the album recording one more time. We're so excited for it. Yes. Thank you. And, and, uh, uh, that is Thursday, August 19th at Union Hall. You can get tickets uh, on the unionhallny.com website or on my link tree. Find me at I am Ryan Beck. There's plenty of information that I've been blasting out there for you to find yes. it. I hope that people in the greater uh, New York, Brooklyn area will come out. I would love to see you. If anybody listens to this, comes to the show and lets me know, I will personally buy you buy you a drink. <laughs> well done. Well I done. Promise. Oh, yeah. I promise. I promise. All right. Uh, Tommy, you got anything? Yeah, me and Luke are doing our show again August 20th, the night after. So just go to Union Hall for the 19th, sleep over, and uh, stick around for me and Luke. They show. encourage that. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's a good way to get in for free. If you, just, <laughs> yeah. if you have to, if you just stay in your seat, <laughs> do not move. They're, they cannot kick you out. You have um, yeah, and then uh, September 9th, I'm in Boston doing a hideout comedy at the White Bull Tavern. Maybe. And September 14th, I'll be headlining Zanies in Chicago. So come out to Hell that. Oh, yeah. Get When's this coming there. out? This is coming out tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. Uh, well, I'm in Indianapolis um, Friday and Saturday. Ooh. There you go. Go see you, Ryan, in Indianapolis. Are you at the Helium? No. Oh, all right. Don't go. Uh, crackers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jared was right. You are a cracker. all right well we'll see you guys next week uh thanks for listening thanks again ryan beck and uh keep it crispy bye thanks to state farm for supporting this show and helping our listeners protect their businesses and lives like a good neighbor state farm is there talk to your local agent today